Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another episode of Crypto Bros. I'm your host, Jason Madison, as always, joined by my co-host, Mike McGoy, Chris Epps, Crypto Bay J. What it do, y'all? Whoa. Hey, hey. What's up? How you doing? Shit. Whoa. Chilling. We back. This hasn't even been a full week because we recorded on Friday, right? Yep. Yeah. We recorded so, late and then now we're recording early. Early. Exactly. We usually record on Thursdays. Um, in, the, in the five day span, <laughs> we've got enough stories to, to yeah. fill the time. Yeah. Uh, just in today, I feel like we've had uh, a lot of entertainment from the crypto space. Um, Wait, yeah. What happened today? I was actually <laughs> in my A today. Oh, well, uh, the what Cool Cats, Farouk, I don't know how to pronounce the man's name. He's on Twitter uh, with uh, CryptoPunk. Um, PFP is popular mm-hmm. on there. Apparently, he capitulated and sold the bottom of Cool Cats. Mm. Um, I guess he was one of their big holders. And, uh, you know, people were up in arms. <laughs> I told you not to. I told you you don't need a Cool Cats, right? Well, I still want one. I think I this know, is... this. you should buy it right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think this is actually right at the bottom. I told you not to then. This is the bottom I was waiting for. <laughs> you know, I know, I've been on a streak recently. 
Yeah, maybe it's still in other news. Crypto dick butts went up what eight hundred percent in a in a night. What went up, Chris? The crypto dick butts that I happened to tweet about. The crypto the... what dick butts? Yeah. Please chime in, please somebody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please. <laughs> yes, right. it is a real NFT that is around for a minute. Terrible yeah. art, yeah, designed to be a fucking joke called crypto dick butts. <laughs> And it shot up 800% two days ago. The day at the, the night project. after I... I Dick butts up. I, <laughs> yeah. I called it on Twitter. It's yeah. on the fucking chain. Well, not really. You called the dick butts. That's one call we'll definitely attribute to Chris. Make sure he nah, gets credit nah, for the nah, dick nah, butt. Sure. Uh, yeah. Put I just Chris said, next to the dick butt. Investment. <laughs> yeah. Yo, good investment. All right. It was not financial I- advice, but it was... Good Chris, invest in dick, everyone. He wants you to invest in dick. Yeah, don't <laughs> invest in your own. I know. Dick and butts. Yeah. Keep it to yourself, and you can uh, invest in your yeah. But, pause. Pause. You know, pause. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll for uh, calls and predictions, and I hate uh, when people ask for calls and predictions. But I'm just right now, just willy nilly. Let's look at my look at my 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 new whichever crystal um chill out for the week. We talk for a bit, and uh, I, I just wake up and feel something, and it just comes <laughs> out and it comes out right. No, you got to get right with that. Your intuition is leading you. I'm I'm yeah. bravo, congratulations. Now, if it only work for like women, uh, if it only work for traffic issues, <laughs> although it did work for some traffic shit the other week. Uh, if it could only work for, you know, regular everyday shit that's useful and not just some dumb shit well, that I can't. You know. Well, this this would be useful if you would have bought some dick butts. Yeah, if you <laughs> would have just listened to my calls, then we'd all be rich right now. You would be yeah. up 800 right now. <laughs> yeah. you, you'd be up in dicks. So I went and looked up the floor price of Cool Cats, which I see right now it's at 2.39 was that what it looked like this morning uh it was 2.1 about two hours ago oh okay, uh, okay got it yeah and i and i had made a post on twitter last week um citing the prices of some of the nfts we had been talking about on the show and you know more so the collections that i really like and follow but yet cool cats was at 2.9 at the time i think uh I think uh, Clone X was at like eight four. Um, you know, we were talking about uh, Invisible Friends being below Mint. You know, uh, they're like at like two point two seven. Oh, Doodles was at nine nine. Um, Clone X was at eight three, and Cool Cash was at two point seven five. So they're they've all dropped. I mean, ETH has prices raised since then. Mm-hmm. Um, so that tends to happen, right? As the price of ETH goes up the floor price of the nfts go down um as a general rule um but i mean they've they've fallen you know drastically i feel like um the the bottom was not in doesn't seem like i don't know Mm. what do you guys think (laughs) we talked about this before yeah right jason like yeah, yeah. we talked about me not caring about NFTs also, so I'm like, you guys, <laughs> you know, just look at the look at. I mean, shit, open, zoom out. Look at the right. whole market in general right now. Zoom out. Look, look at the signs. Clicking. I'm right <laughs> clicking. 
Okay, <laughs> I'm not zooming out. I'm right. Oh, no, I'm saving that. Right. Yeah. I'm <laughs> saving it. Mike Let's it. get Mike in the conversation. You know, no, I'm fucking with you guys. Like, uh, <laughs> it's. I think it's. I think we're done with all the extra pain. You know. Oh, except right. for wait, what the fuck happened? Wait, no, nah, someone, someone got wrecked. Within the, you're right. There's like four different wreckings in like the last week. What about last talk? What about uh, Mark but, Cuban? Mark Cuban saying, uh, crying again. Land is he's always buying yeah, land. Crying, buying land in the metaverse. Is he the sounds like an ever. old man. He yeah. sounds like an old man. And I thought it's something not nice to say, so I'm not going to say it. But, oh, get it off. <laughs> but get it off. But he sounds aged. Yeah, he sounds aged saying that. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, or he has two eyeballs and he's looking at the value right now compared to where the value was the like a year and a half when ago. When he bought the right. top, yeah. Right. He did buy I the mean, top, though. He put all he his did. money. Like, he put he, did, he wasn't in the bottom, Mike. You he know, put he a wasn't bunch there. of money into like DeFi, uh, DeFi Ponzi a year ago about called yeah. Iron. Oh, I thought you were going to say what? Dogecoin. Oh, no, no, no. That's actually a better... That's what we're investment made, probably. It's dope. <laughs> a DeFi that, scam. That, that DeFi scam. Yeah. He bought a scam. Uh, that was I mean, definitely... It, it was a Ponzi. It was like literally Ponzi. It was a Are you talking about iron or were you thinking Tron? Iron. Okay, no, it's iron. called iron. Oh, okay. Yeah. I believe it was iron, right? And there was like four different tokens in that ecosystem to make the stable coin that it used... These are algorithmic stable coins. Uh, and he got like rugged, right? He got rugged. He got rugged. Everyone got rugged. He got yeah. rugged like out of like probably 12, <laughs> I think it was like 12 million or something. Yeah, some crazy. But it was like chump change for him because he was right. playing around literally. Yeah. But Marcus rugged people, right. I'm sure, in this space. Yeah. Somebody he, told him about something and he, you know, he got a whole bunch of money from it and jumped out, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Well, his money to like lose 12 million and not cry about it publicly after all the other, like, he invests in all this other shit. You don't think he made money, and then he comes to cry about his losses, which is interesting to me. Because I know he has some wins. He has to, for sure. But, but uh, I, I mean, also of course, his, his, his kids, yeah. his kids are, are like actively and, involved and, and yeah. have been involved for a very long time. And so that he makes a lot of his moves off, off of his kids, you know, intuitions or recommendations. That's the same thing with Snoop. I, I heard Snoop's son yeah. is the one who got him into crypto. And yeah, Corday. Yeah, he runs it. Yeah. So I mean, I feel it because I feel, you know, these old guys should be listening to the youth, paying attention to what their offspring are telling them, you know? Because right. it's not gonna be the old way. Whatever, whatever it is, is it's gonna be something, you know, whether it's dick butts or iron or <laughs> listen y'all the domain hustle is real still you know um uh entity.com you know sold for a ridiculous amount of money what was it 15 million mm-hmm. um open seed open seed.eth sold for 163,000 so yeah. like for the people that are uh that love to domain hustle. That's that's still alive and well. That's an interesting thing. Have you ever anybody ever tried that crypto VJ? You ever tried to uh, buy some domains to, to flip them? <laughs> to, to, flip to them? hustle them. Well, yeah. I signed up for this um, email list mm. that like tells you all the domain names that have like expired for the day. 
And every single time I get that email is, by the time I try to click on it, it's Mm. all sold out. Like you can't get it. It's like, you have to buy it within the five minutes that you get the email. So I, I thought about it. I started to try, you know, to put a strategy around it, but I, I didn't get further than that. What about you? Nah, I never, I never tried it. I see a bunch of people like selling them. You know, I, I try to like tap in with all the sales markets in, in terms of crypto and everything. And I see like the God.eth or the 999.eth or the <laughs> whatever, you know what I'm saying? All the like, and then all the funny, like clever names, you know, all of those. Um, and yeah. I have, I wouldn't know where to start. You know what I'm saying? Like, am I buying like George Clooney.eth or am I going with like mm-hmm. Space Force? I don't like, it's so many things like, is it Obama? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to do what my friend did and, and create bigbitch.eth. He thought that was going to be a great one. Yeah. He was so sure that was going to go up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you guys want bigbitch.eth, just type in bigbitch.eth. My yeah. boy Grant, Grant, you owe me like 0.5%. Per, 0.5 of whatever you make sorry right i, I guess I you could like company names you know yeah. like people yeah. don't. That is a big thing yeah what was a big trend like recently after all of the oh numbers uh area yeah, codes numbers. was a yeah. big thing like like having you know first people realizing oh yeah the number one two three four five are going to be worth a lot of money so they yeah. started trying to make sure they had the least amount of digits and then it got to like five digits as being a thing yeah it was like the most like that can make you some money i think uh, and then I noticed like the Arabic side of the market mm. became a thing. I, there was guys tweeting about it like a month before it really popped. They're like, yeah. watch, he's going to go off. And I was like, that makes sense. I would uh, never th- see, I would never think of something like that. I would that. never think of that. And yeah. The characters, you know, on ENS or on uh, these domains, like they they show up in Arabic. And if you have an Arabic keyboard, you can type or whatever. Yeah. Uh, no language, of course. Uh, and those started popping off like. Right near the tail end of what I think was like the big ENS run. And they're still, they're still going. They're one of the most probably liquid trading things, you know, on in the NFT market. Right. So are we getting some liquidity back in the market now that we got some pumps? It takes a minute usually. Oh, sorry. Okay. okay sorry, Mike. It, <laughs> yes, I there's have, liquidity I back in the, the market. No, no, because I was, was going to say NFTs always take a second, but... <laughs> I forgot, this is not the NFT chat. Yeah, in general, there's liquidity because there's blood in the streets. So there's money to pick up. I mean, there's mm-hmm. stuff to slosh around. There's chum in the water. Mike. And there's people slurping. All right. Well, this next section is going to be sponsored by Tornado Cash, guys. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Shit. Yes. Tornadocash.eth is the one Tornado I need to buy. No, no, we are not sponsored by Tornado Cash.eth. <laughs> I'd rather take Coinbase. Get all your get all your transactions through Tornado no. Cash. There's a lot that didn't happen. This is the, safe, the safest way to the safest, <laughs> the most wholesome way as well, where you can actually share amongst you and your friends. <laughs> exactly. Tornado Cash. Cash. Our favorite sponsor. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> Man, definitely more liquidity is hitting the markets for sure. And I look forward to it going to crypto. Again, you guys know I think that we're in for another type of uh possible downturn. Just one more way before the ultimate push back north. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to run north hard. So that's where we're at. There's something that I'm watching right now, which is this uh, this Chinese real estate market. Yeah. I'm fascinated by it. It's a four and a half trillion dollar market with yeah. a T. With a T. And it's, pr- it's pretty much all leveraged up. Um, mm. 
And uh, they've now started, and this this actually might get the pod blocked in some <laughs> countries, but right. yeah, they've now started doing mortgage, uh, what are they doing? Mortgage uh, protest, mm-hmm. where they're no longer paying the mortgages on these houses. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hadn't even been built yet. Right. Okay. They're, they're, and, but then also four out of the top 10 Chinese banks shut down withdrawals mm. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So this is forcing mass panic. There's going to be a whole bunch of money looking to go somewhere because they're no longer believing in the real estate market, which was basically all that Chinese people believed in for a very right. long time. Yeah. They maybe did, forever. They're not. <laughs> yeah, may, exactly. Maybe so forever. what happened? But, why why was this chaos about? Right. Ultimately, it was a Ponzi scheme, but they just so to to prop up the numbers for the Chinese economy, they just would keep building, hoping that at some point the people in the larger cities would move out to the suburbs, kind of like how we did here. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, what happened was, you know, they would take deposits from people who were buying their second home or their you know their kids buying their first home. Uh, outside of the city they would take that deposit and as opposed to using that deposit to build the property they would just buy more property and leverage that up nine more times and so ultimately it's it's all these these google chinese ghost cities it is the eeriest shit you've ever seen yeah okay we're talking about massive cities right and there's like 10 people in a massive city yeah crazy 30 story the empty apartment high rises that are right. In, right just all over china they just knocked down 14 empty high rises mm. in a city an hour outside of shanghai shanghai mm. wow. and so this is going to be nasty this is going to get nasty and again how it spills over to the u.s and to the crypto markets are going to be very interesting but i de- i wouldn't doubt if we start seeing you know huge influx of capital um from the Asian markets into, you know, safe havens, like even Bit, Bit or ETH. Right. Because it's, it's their best option right now. So definitely keep an eye out on that. I'm telling you, there's some great YouTube videos on what's happening right now. But again, because of how their media is, uh, you know. Yeah. There's, on, there's, a, there's only been 825 cases of COVID in China. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or like 5,000, according to exactly, them. Exactly, yeah. right. Yeah. Right. And so because of that, they're censoring a, a lot of, you know, the, the, the stuff coming out right now. But that to me is the most interesting thing. So I think that could definitely be, bring, you know, a substantial amount more liquidity to the market um, in the, the near future, actually. Does anyone get their money, like hustle their money clean? You know, I don't know if that even makes sense saying hustle and clean at the same time, but like, <laughs> is everybody like doing some shady shit? Like, is this is this what it all boils down to? Wait, I mean, are you, you saying? Are you, are you, <laughs> yeah, like, are you are you asking just to be specific? Are you asking do businesses indulge in nefarious activities? I'm saying, do is are there businesses that don't? It's really because it seems like I mean not <laughs> not not billion dollar businesses and not definitely yeah, not, not trillion dollar working. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's a behind every great fortune is a crime, and mm. um, you know also is this fact though? I'm saying like these are like it, myths. You know, is this fact? I mean, over time, it's 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 more fact than fiction, right? Nothing is a hundred percent true, but it's it leans to the probably high 70, 80 percentile. I would assume. 
hey, I would even pose a question, you know, if we have time now or even next next episode, let's just go down the line. Yeah. Right. Each fortune. Yeah. And we can you can probably <laughs> Wikipedia, Wiki yeah. Wiki search actually will yeah, locate we... uh some nefarious uh well, everyone's got, interactions everyone's here. caught. That's another thing too. But yeah. a lot of it has been caught at this point now. Right, I mean, even right, down yeah. to the, the, the Kennedys, like they yeah. were bootleggers, which would be basically modern, modern day weed sellers. Yeah. No, I mean, all of them. Uh, I mean, the people who own slaves down to the Rockefellers and every yeah. other, you know, but it's not just American families. It's yeah. you know, all of European families. Like this is just what, this is how the world works. <laughs> like, unfortunately, there's not many examples of people uh, people like you say uh crypto bay doing it clean i don't really i don't really know if, if i can point to it. i mean look at we we're going to talk about elon but that's another perfect example <laughs> like another you know, example. Yeah. Like, i heard that he just strong arms companies yeah yeah he does right? i and actually he, thought he was a part of creating paypal and i learned that not no no he, he just, did not <laughs> yeah yeah we could be we could have a whole other podcast about uh you know great crimes uh creating these fortunes that could be its own podcast because it's it's, we could do it literally a thousand episodes but yeah that's his game his dad was the diamond miner in south africa (laughs) you know what i'm saying he's passing down this legacy so yeah he's strong he is not the inventor extraordinaire uh you know nikola tesla willy wonka he's a little like you know, he's, he's a, a hustler. He's a hustler. He's a manipulator. He's a he's some he's a capitalist at the at the tip top. You know what I'm saying? And these at guys the tip. <laughs> like these guys are, are arch criminals and I call them arch capitalists. Like he you stole know? the bottom. Again, another <laughs> bottom selling <laughs> These bro, it's perfect. It's perfect. Who did he need to slap with $5 billion that he had to do that? Like, why did he, like, what? Whose husband is he about? (laughs) Like, who did he have to take that and, like, put the money on his arm to, like, why, (laughs) like, why did he do that? Uh Yeah, like, what was it? What, what, like, um, influencer secret Instagram chat is he a part of that he had to show niggas that he had five bill, five bill cash to flex I don't understand what yeah. can some Andrew anybody Tate? explain that trans- transaction yeah. <laughs> that fucking guy it sounds oh, like they would be friends I don't know uh Mike did on bad mouth don't bad mouth the Tate on, on, on in my presence man <laughs> I'm I not knew, here for it. I knew Mike was gonna fuck with this I guy. I knew it too. Yo, if there was I, anybody that was hey. gonna fuck with him, oh, wait. Like, who, who you said? Don't bad mouth who? Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. Oh, Andrew Tate. <laughs> we not. I'm not going for any Uncle Kev or any Andrew Tate <laughs> slander in my presence. Did so, you call him the Tate? Andrew uh, Tate. No, Andrew oh, Tate. I said you called him the Tate for short. The like Tate? The Oh, Tate. I think they, they <laughs> <laughs> The Tate. Huh? The Tate. Oh. Wow. Yeah. No, I just nah. heard of this guy this week and he busts on to the scene. Pause. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, like a, a fucking superstar out of nowhere, the supernova. Yeah, you ever heard of this dude? I no. never heard of him, bro. And he's been until this week. For- I mean, I've seen him popping up on YouTube or on like, you know, Instagram or clips on Twitter for a while just because of the 
amounts of incels there are. Sorry, uh, he he brings a certain crowd. Yeah, he's like yeah. Jordan Peterson and Dan Bilzerian rolled in the combined. Water. Yeah, yeah. yes, but, but but with receipts. I'm sorry, I mean, like with I, actual I, receipts. I think he I'm buys, saying, yeah, he buys, yeah, he yeah. Dan, Dan Bilzerian had had receipts. He was nah, he didn't actually. He I'm had, just, no, Dan Bilzerian did not have receipts. No, he was literally just like a daddy. Just he got like that fool was a scammer, scammer, big scam. <laughs> I'm saying his. I'm just saying his receipts was he was in the streets. <laughs> like no, for, no, no, no. I'm saying actual real receipts of like million dollar transactions oh, over yeah, and over yeah, again yeah, yeah. based money. off of his, his efforts mm-hmm. that he's created managing so, these OnlyFans girls. Yeah, so what, is he, what does he do? Yeah, what is his gig? What does he do, Mike? Well, a while ago, he got he made his money, he was saying, because he, he was a, a professional kickboxer in, in mm-hmm. London. Right. And so that that's cool. But that's, you know, at with doing that, you're making tens here, 15s and 25s here and there. Yeah. And, and so he, he basically said he owed some money to some, some very dangerous men. Mm-hmm. And he thought about, you know, what to do. And mm-hmm. the first thing, not the first thing, but after a few weeks, you know, he thought about selling foot pics of his girlfriend. Yeah. And, you know, she made a whole bunch of money. She then invited her homegirl. Mm-hmm. Her homegirl made a whole bunch of money. She invited her homegirl. Mm-hmm. That's how OnlyFans started? No. This was when OnlyFans first started. Or started popping. Yeah. yeah. And so then he had, according to him, and, and this is kind of where it gets chilly, and this is where, you know, as a as a salesman myself, I, I just kind of cut the numbers in half. But, mm-hmm. you know, then he says he had 40 girls living in the house, and they were all right. making a million dollars a month, some shit like that. Right. So, uh, house. so so let's say he he was making he was pulling in 10 or six right a month whatever it's, whatever it is right it was it's like a, digital a lot. Pimping. yeah it was a lot yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he was swimming yeah uh digital pimping it actually sounds safer to me i think i'm i'm okay with this yeah and, uh, and the crazy so, thing I mean, is make, and, and the crazy thing that he likes to talk about all the time is uh he, he goes you know because he so what he's doing now is just trying to spread the word that's why he has literally like 11 channels that he markets to all different types of demographics but the key demographic he's going after right now are the incel community Mm -hmm. because he feels like they need his message more than anyone else does the same way kevin would go after the black woman Mm -hmm. community because he felt like they needed the message more than the white women needed to hear that message or the asian women to hear that message and so he's just he's directly targeting incels right now so you're not wrong with that chris Mm-hmm. And, and and the crazy thing is you know one of the, the conversation not to talk too much about this guy but one thing that i appreciated he tells the, the, the these gamers he goes dude you guys play this game for hours on hours mm-hmm. to get status to get credit to then buy more stuff mm-hmm. to then be attractive to the people in your community right why don't you do this outside right the same principle right right you make yourself just you know attractive or yeah like to then go outside to then make bigger things to then buy bigger things to then get the real yeah. women that you actually want yeah you but but niggas like you gotta earn it but niggas like playing the game though too and that's the thing <laughs> is like they they just had a big ass tournament um at uh, usc over the weekend for call of duty and the grand prize was 2.4 million dollars yeah like yeah. like Certain niggas is making bags off the merch, off the this, off the sponsorships, oh, yeah. off you know, off the gaming. So definitely don't want to knock that as a as a hustle and a way to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I understand his perspective in that of like telling niggas to get outside, but it's some niggas who's really in the shit, like, you know, could really get a bag with that. But that's the thing. And again, all he's saying is, hey, you can do this, but you can do both also. And when you only focus on one side of reality, then it actually starts to taint your other side of reality. Right. Bro, you should listen to some of these conversations. These kids keep saying like, yeah, but like not in like, but in real life, I'm like this or but in real life, I don't have this. And it's like, what like, what do you keep? I mean, I'm sorry, they don't differentiate the end game to the real life. Right. I yeah. said that wrong. They don't differentiate from end game to real life. life. Right. They, they, it's all wrapped into one thing for them. It's just it's wrapped in one. Because it's yeah, real okay. to them. Because that's shit's yeah. important to them. Right. Well, Everything that's online is important, especially like to the younger generation. It's like that's what they that's their life. Yeah, that's so the ready player one. Guy, shit. Yeah. And then when they have a guy who seems like he's got it together and then pretty convincing, he has it together. He has some money. He's pretty convincing when like when he, the way he just talks and carries himself. Uh, right. Yeah, no, he has results to show. But, yeah, he has charisma. Uh like Pimp C said, you know he's a dick, bro. Uh who? Pimp C? <laughs> bro, Andrew Tate. No, Pimp oh, C is yeah. great. Sorry. No, I was saying, like Pimp C said, man, pimping ain't dead, it just moved to the web. The digital pivot, as yeah. my man said on the sharp interview. The digital pivot. Shit, that shit's yeah. already on the web. They are marketing strategists now. Like they they up on their SEO game and yeah, it's yeah. quite interesting. So um <laughs> crypto bay, you have been going to a lot of different um conferences and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past week they had the invest fest. I, I'm assuming you didn't make it. To that i did not go i i considered it but yeah. since i've just been on the run so crazy i yeah. just decided not to go to that one yeah. i was gonna say i was trying to remember the name of this company because i sat in um at nft Ex- expo verse on um some kind of platform that's trying to create a decentralized um only fans but not only fans because it's oh, for no. um sex workers is mm. peachy something uh, that's so the, that the, we met them right peachy yes 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 so you know the name of it because i was like it, this is related to y'all what y'all were just talking about yeah I was thinking about that so, too. exactly so um so Sorry. that basically so sex workers won't can't get banned you know from making their money right um, so and it's for peach shout, shout out proof of peach me and crypto bay j met them at nft expo la uh and so they young ladies' names. Uh, one of them, their Twitter was Tesla, which was a pretty good name. I was like, I, I, I get you there. That's pretty good. But uh, yeah, it was, they're very uh, they're into something that was very interesting and, ta- and tried before. And I think because it feels like it's usually run by men, that's something that's weird. Seeing women that are running it, right, like, is also something that I feel like is important. So they, so it's basically like a service where you could buy prostitution over whoa uh, what do you mean whoa i don't know workers <laughs> sex it's, workers. A, it's a content oh. platform oh, okay sorry yeah i, I don't yeah, want to jason a content platform but <laughs> andrew tate madison Jeez. over here sorry no i didn't Fuck, is that, we try to get sponsored. Them out. <laughs> is that a is that a bad word is you can you not it's a it's got no. a weird connotation but okay. buying sex is, is illegal right but i'm just saying in in terms in in terms of uh just the sex work community because i know they 
they like to be called sex workers. Sex workers, I, yeah, that's politically right, correct. Right, right. Because I don't think, I guess my intention like wasn't, <laughs> right, my intention wasn't to call anybody a prostitute. I don't like that shit. Um, <laughs> like, um, but if yeah, I, if I, I only give I'm, hand jobs at the little local rub and tug, I don't want to hey, be called a, a sex worker, hey, right? Yo. Because that's I'm not really a, that's not really a specialty. But you might yeah. want to, yeah, because they have like unions and stuff, you know. So you right. might want to. You <laughs> hand jobs. No, I mean, like, I think we're trying to de destigmatize. Yeah, work. stop laughing. No, come on. They got a protest. The guy who unionized the, who made the union for oh, Amazon, man. who got famous for a bit. Oh, the black dude. Yeah, yeah, he was out there protesting with some strippers slash sex oh, work. workers about work. unionizing. I think that was in LA. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I, what's like wrong it. with what's wrong with them unionizing? I think they should. I think they should get yeah. all the benefits of anybody working. It's the oldest profession in the world. Like, it's really Starbucks is trying to do. That's also a very old profession. Coffee <laughs> is one of the oldest. Yeah, the, like you know? it, it's that's real shit. It ain't nothing yeah. like I don't want to be in the brand of like trying to shame people for doing sex work or any type of work. Mm -hmm. Honestly, mm -hmm. um, I'm pro sex work. <laughs> you give them all your money, huh? You know who else is Neo? Neo is also pro-sex pro -sex. work. What, and his, that's why he's getting divorced. What, his, 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 mistress, his mistress was a uh, sex worker? Well, yeah, his his wife put out uh, all of the people that he was um, oh, sex working with. Sheesh. His colleagues. His colleagues, not his colleagues. His colleagues. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So, uh -oh. But invest us, right? We have yeah. we kind yeah. of veered off. There's yeah, definitely some going on there too. There's definitely some investing into the. The workers of sex and investments, I imagine. It seems Where, like it was, was dope, it, though. Was it Miami? Where was it? Atlanta. 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 Okay, okay. Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, hell no. The mecca no. of black finance. Oh, yes. my God. The mecca yeah. of getting robbed at the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 by, and by, no, all bullshit aside, I, I saw, like, footage of, of you know, of, of the InvestFest also, and it looked like a really good time. It, yeah. I was more than, more than happy to see all those young, you know, black and brown faces out there, man, yeah. looking for information, looking, you know, thirsting for ways of expanding capital. And, you know, it, it was really inspiring. I actually spoke to my uh, executive team and we will be there boots on the ground nice. next one for sure with our own booth okay. national gold with group crypto, bro, yeah. uh, <laughs> on stage with a live performance we got investing we, right now we got to we got to turn the invest fest into uh rolling loud for like right black finance nah, no no no, <laughs> Just, no, no. Nah, for no, sure no, no, rolling no. loud not rolling loud times invest fest in Atlanta. Jeez. no no no, no. he said Skills just couldn't wait to just pull to up the best for sure. No, 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 no. I think you yeah. misinterpreted what I was saying. I'm saying the way that Roland Loud travels around the country and has different people yeah. represent every region, that yeah, they okay. should have one in LA where there's also the black LA, you know what I'm saying? Old school, new school investors there, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like not everybody's going to travel 
to you know what I'm saying yeah. march on Washington million man march like there, we just like need Texas, to so yeah like yeah, we yeah like we said. need to have them like different places like have one you know in fucking Houston yeah. or no, fucking, I agree with that you know it New York like it was a huge I agree event they got yeah they had, you know, it was huge. Yeah, it was a huge event. Tyler Perry, you know, they had Steve Harvey. Thanks. Those, those were their, Thanks. Um, Again, their, their, their <laughs> headliners. I think the whole thing is a is an amazing was an amazing concept. All of their guys that like went on their podcast multiple times, Ash Cash, um, MG, the mortgage broker, like all of those people were also like listed on the billing. Um, so it just seemed seemed really really dope. Yeah, it no. did, and I really would like to, you know, definitely see it in person for sure next year. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going for sure. Yeah, well, we'll have a booth there. Um, maybe we'll do a panel. You know, maybe we'll help throw it. Who knows what's gonna happen in the next twelve months? Um, we know the market is going. We know the market is gonna go crazy. So I feel like if we could each hit one lick, then <laughs> we'll be mm-hmm. in a great position. Um, you don't even have to hit a lick, bro. This is the thing. You could just. I bought Ethereum. Buy whales of ether. That's just basically putting a bunch of Ethereum in in a, in a piggy bank. You could buy uh, some things on Ethereum. You could buy Bitcoin, and you don't have to hit a lick. You could just. Bro, did you not hear shit. the beginning of this conversation? You can't no. do it clean. You can't do it clean. <laughs> you got it, Jason. You got to run from the play. leverage. You got to run a play. You got to flip a brick. What do you step away you from the leverage, Jason? Put the bottle down, <laughs> step back away from the leverage. How do you think Jay Z got to a billion? It wasn't it's called cocaine. Clean. That's not that's not leverage. That's what I'm go saying. buy cocaine. You can that's, make yeah, some money you quickly. Do, yeah, you can buy cocaine. That's not called leverage. That's just the same thing. Same thing. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher-turned-podcast producer, and I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum-sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. So before we leave InvestFest, um, so Lamar Wilson seems to be the only, like, 
crypto person that I knew that was mm -hmm. on the billing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all know who he is, um, but uh, he is a part of this group called Black Bitcoin Billionaires. Um, I and, like it. Uh, yeah, they they got popular during the pandemic Clubhouse. on Clubhouse. Clubhouse days. Um, even though I know he was in crypto before then, but that's when like people really started to know who he was and that kind of thing. And they would host rooms. Um, and um, I don't know. I'm I'm hearing rumblings that the that there's the people that are a part of Black Bitcoin billionaires are not necessarily working with each other anymore. Mm, um, that kind of like tea. The tea and that kind of like makes me you know that makes me feel sad about um about things um you yeah. know why, that why do you think if you don't mind why do you think they're no longer working together all of a sudden in a down market right <laughs> that's so solid. well well why I'm do you think, every, i'm asking uh, why do you think I, I, I just got my first impersonator instagram scammer <laughs> yeah, <fair laughs> shout out to Chris Epps, one fourth of the crypto bros. Finally, finally made <laughs> on it on the bomb they network, it, and then it was a bear market. You know, the scammer yeah. would have made some money if he would have done this shit like a year ago. Uh, but yeah, no, that sucks. That does suck, to be honest. Everybody is friends in the bull market, man. Everybody's yeah. friends in the bull market. That's true. Yeah, that, that's where I was going with that. But that, I. But is that was a genuine like a question, though. Is, is, there a, is there like a, a dissertation about that? Can we talk about that? What's that mean? It's just, it's, it's, just, it's just when everything is going great, we're all chummy. Mm -hmm. We're all besties. We made a DAO. We're swinging hands. <laughs> yeah. We made a DAO. We're buying yeah. NFTs. I bought I, I even bought NFTs somehow times. in a DAO. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone's high cars. <laughs> I have... I have best friends who are people I've never met, but live in Orange County. And yeah. like, we have these secret meetings with people all the time and yeah. everything is incredible. Yeah. Then yeah. that market went down. <laughs> now everyone hates chat. everyone. <laughs> yeah. Chris is the scapegoat. Everyone yeah. now hates Chris for sure. <laughs> right. Right. They yeah. kind of yeah. hate I me. Mean, I have to go to spirituality <laughs> to fucking make sure like, I can come out of this. Chris strong. ran to spirituality. Chris <laughs> is the crypto mace. <laughs> yeah. Mason, <laughs> this is a uh, actually a asteroid that I bought. Yeah, no, it's it's blood in the streets. It's the purge. It's I am legend. Yeah. Like it's every man for himself. It's every man for himself <laughs> when it starts going down. And so it, it, it's not shocking to me that they're no, you know, that they're breaking up during this time. It's yeah. sucks, though, but I, I actually I still would like to know why. Was there a specific product, a specific project? that move south or you know like i would like to actually know why at some point because that yeah it's a great like, name what happened yeah, like what yeah. the fuck if Do nothing else Mero, bbb <laughs> yeah like everyone's just breaking up yeah um you know i it, it has something to do with um they they were trying to figure out they were trying to partner together and come up with um a program for JD's uh, um, effort that he promoted to educate Marcy Projects. Oh, right. With yeah. Jack Dorsey. And so it, you know, see? it has something see? to do with, see? with that. Right. It was, it was Jay. Jay sabotaged the Black Billionaires <laughs> Club on purpose. He wants to be the only one, him and Kanye. No, no. I, I, but you know what? It's tough because <laughs> I think. For this, <laughs> Mike, I think it's tough for 
for people to um, figure out how to teach Bitcoin and to come to a kind of an agreement yeah, on what, what that curriculum is going to be and to have that kind of levied on your shoulders. I'm sure they were, you know, just trying to deal with the ins and outs and, you know, how to approach that to Jay-Z, you know, like it's easy to kind of, not I won't say easy because I'm sure the process wasn't easy, but the steps of, hey, we got a group, Bitcoin's popping, we're black, we're on Bitcoin, you know, pick us, like we, you know, we know what's up is not easy, but you know, that's, you could see that. But the actual execution of, we got to come up with a curriculum and, you know, teach kids and Marcy and niggas gonna have to change their lives to like do this. I'm sure it was a little bit more complex in the actual, you know, working of it. Um, so yeah, mm -hmm. you know, it's, but I don't know, you know, who knows what was actually going on interpersonally and, you know, with, with their situation. Um, but that is interesting. I wonder what's going to happen with that. Cause you know, Jay-Z and, and Jack, the Bitcoin maxis low key. Is like, Jay also a Bitcoin maxi as well? I mean, he had the reasonable doubt nft so i guess he he fucks with eth a little bit he has a punk right he does have a punk. a punk for yeah. like he had a punk before everything blew up right yeah, he did but yeah. where how did y'all know this was there a, a press release that went out that he had a punk uh, <laughs> i mean I, no he changed his he changed his twitter um avatar yeah. to the yeah, oh yeah, yeah yeah that was it yeah, um, was in, it? yeah. In, the, in the throes of first covid the first yeah COVID. yeah first he was summer. yeah he was one of the first like celebrities to get on the nft wave and to and to change their pfp to nft it was like him and snoop kind of back to and back walk right right mm -hmm. walk <laughs> yeah. be in the mix Jason, yeah. Mike looks so bad. He, he he keeps his head his his head to the crypto streets like i mean just in anything just in culture yeah. like he just knows what's up i yeah. like that about him yeah so um so yeah, that's that's an interesting saga with that. Um, yeah, know. yeah. There's a lot of people, you know, that I've met in these conferences and things that are doing similar things, um, and I kind of see opportunities for people to join forces. But then at the end of the day, it's like human nature. Like, can people work together to like really? you know, make things happen for real. I just see a lot of redundancy and it's like, dang, you know, if you two <laughs> got together with these three people, y'all could actually get some funding for real, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I do feel like there's a lot of uh, everyone trying to do the same thing, which is teach people how to make or how to get their own crypto, but also yeah. charge them. Right. When it's something that you, you know, we all taught ourselves. Right. It should be kind of a free experience. And that's that's kind yeah. of what I found of like, I'm not really interested in trading for other people. I mean, actually, let me take that back. Let me take that back. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I would love to trade for people. I would love to trade for Jay-Z and Jack Dorsey. If the right if the right yeah. investor comes through. Right. I was going to say, if Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott and every like Kanye and whoever else, Waka Flocka, Boosie, I don't care. Like if, any, if, like if I was a celebrity trader, like I would do that hundred percent. So I'm not going to act like I wouldn't want to trade for people. Um, what I would he rather want to trade for you, broke ass. <laughs> he wants to trade for the real stars. Right. But really I, what I, what interests me, I guess is what I'm saying. And like, 
at my core is doing this and you know like talking to you guys and talking to other people who are in the space or either interested in the space um and having conversations like because there's not really any anxiety with this and i feel like it's semi-educational but more fun than anything i don't want the responsibility mm -hmm. of having to be the teacher you know like that's what i realized i i respect teachers so much and i know that job that job is hard as fuck but th that's like it's like being a school bus driver. Like you really are in charge of everybody's lives, low key. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, and you could do that, but that's for me, like I'd rather have fun conversations, you know? Uh, when people first learn about crypto, especially that come to me, they always want me to manage their portfolio. Yeah. And <laughs> that's like, you know, they always do. And it's so funny when, cause I'm thinking about the person that put me on and mm -hmm. he was like, you need to have $20,000 at least in crypto before I start like managing your portfolio. And I'm mm. like, okay. And that really actually motivated me to get my portfolio up though. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to say there's a, um, there's this tool though that I thought about using, but I decided just not to go in that direction because again, I, I, I'm agreeing with you. I don't want the responsibility of like people feeling some type of way and getting emotional over their money. Yeah. Um, but the tool is called Enzyme. And Enzyme.io, something like that. Um, I'm not sure it's XYZ or IO. But basically, like, you can just do all your trades and it just basically broadcasts it out to other people so that um, people can follow you and follow your particular trades or unfollow your trades. And um, to that was, me, that seemed like the best option um, yeah. that to was do. Sorry, not to cut you off. That was the homie Jamal's uh, company. The oh, homie, really? the homie, well, not that company, but J Jamal, my homie, our homie Jamal Boykin, um, in the crypto crypto enthusiast, had a company called FollowCoin. Basically, you follow influ mm. like influencer traders, and you can like mock their trades or just track their trades. Um, but yeah, it was very similar to what you're saying. Oh yeah, that's dope. So, um, yeah, so I, I found that and I was like, I was really thinking about using that if I was going to start to broadcast my trades, but I decided not to, but for those people that are interested in that, or if any of you guys are interested in that, um, it seems very easy to use and, um, um, and cool. Yeah. Look, I'm so proud. I, I feel like, uh, I would love to follow, but let me ask you this though, Crypto Bay, how much of your portfolio do you trade? I don't trade anything now. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't trade anything now. I'm, yeah. I mean, I still trade. That's not true. I mean, like, every once in a while, out of the blue, when I'm feeling it, mm -hmm. you know, less is more for me now because I want to do other things in my life. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, because when you trading is a 24-hour job. Mm -hmm. There's There is not a moment's that you can break and not know the price of, of whatever your thing is. Like you have to know it down to the, the decimal point. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I remember those months of trading. So uh, Crypto Bay, were you, were you heavily trading for yourself and, and others or just you? What was your, what was just your vibe? From, just for myself. Yeah. Um, but I was in the group and we, I, we were, I was shouting out what I was doing in the group chat. Mm -hmm, and okay. I was like one of those, yeah, all the memes are always guys checking their phone in the middle of the night, like <laughs> right. you know, why they got mm -hmm. their girl or their wife in there a bit. But that yeah. was me, you know, yeah. setting alarms, like, okay, 
set alarms because I just couldn't stay up any longer. Like, all right, I'm going to put an alarm for two o'clock. I'm going to put an alarm for three yep. 30, mm-hmm. put an alarm for mm-hmm. five o'clock. Just to I got see the reminders I right here. Yeah. <laughs> How did Mr. Crypto Bay feel about this? Oh, HK market open. Well, uh, luckily, like, UK market open and EST market open every day. Okay, all that shit. And then I still wake up at like 5 a.m. or 4 a.m. I still wake up at 4 a.m. PST just because of that's the time where Jason, as you know, and I'm guessing as you all know, leverage just either does what it's going to do for the day. It goes up or down super hard. <clears throat> super hard, excuse me. Mm-hmm, and, uh, mm-hmm. My circadian rhythm is still stuck on that. Wait, wait, wait. Right. Let, let, let her answer Mike's question. <laughs> just Luckily, talking over. There isn't a consistent uh Mr. Crypto Bay J, so I don't have those problems. Okay, there you go. Right. That's All that's right. usually no, the best way to, that's usually the best way to operate when you're trading. I didn't have that good fortune. So Same. you know. Well, I had both. <laughs> I went from being single for like a year and then dating someone for like maybe half a year. And yeah. that, so that half of your dating them, I saw the the traits of a degenerate crypto trader. So at four or five a.m., she'd wake up, and because I was up, like this is like a shit, just on my phone making sure everything's alive or all my trades are fine or whatever else, checking Twitter for yeah. a second. But she'd always see it and did not like it. And it took a minute for her to believe me, especially when like there's like a mini bear market. So she's like, "You don't yeah. fucking do this shit." You don't your attention is never really there in yeah. life. Yeah. Like, no, in life, in life, period. Yeah. You're kind, of, you're kind of checked out on literally like your existence. While yeah. you're trading. Like your complete human existence. Everything is just kind of like wafting. It's like a little fuzzy. Yeah. Like, if you're really trading those. Yeah. 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 I pulled over on my driving, pulled over driving, pulled out my <laughs> yeah. phone and my tablet. Like, yep. and cool. just, you, you know, tried to do some shit on the side, you know. Oh, yeah. Red light for. No, bro. I, I pulled over. I pulled over and stopped at a Starbucks because and my call phone. me. Yeah, exactly. You remember. So like I feel you because Chris knows I've I've done everything. I I I like do things at hyperspeed. So I mm-hmm. I I experience all the emotions in the smallest window in a month, you know, cast yeah. up crazy, down crazy, the whole nine. Like that euphoria that you feel when the when the numbers are green is like i can't even explain it like this it must be what crack feels like he's literally tapping his vein right now <laughs> like, we can see him we're all kind of itching right now i'm like really hot thinking about yeah it's true that whole dissertation did nothing for me i promise yeah. you but i i get it because i've seen it in my friends i've seen it in jason i've seen it in chris yeah i've seen you it like, I understand. can you do that with the gold market no, well, you, but I don't do leverage. And so oh. all that we do are, are, is sell the physical, actual, tangible commodity, the, the mm-hmm. bar or the coin. Mm-hmm. And like, like, I consummate the trade. So, you know, once we lock in pricing, I consummate trade. I'm contacting, you know, our wholesalers and putting the price in immediately. There is no time because that's, I can't handle that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, there are people in my space who basically will like, uh, they'll take an order and then, lock in the trade but won't 
actually Place pull the it, trigger until like the following morning. So it might be like a two yeah. percent or three yeah. <laughs> percent float either direction. Yeah, we're not playing any of those games. Yeah, I can't handle it. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. And yeah. so let's say I place an order, you know, and gold. I wake up, gold is now down, you know, fourteen, seventeen dollars you know, or 4% basically. And we, we're rolling over doing a transaction for 350,000, right? 4% of 350,000 is a lot of fucking money. Right. And so like that, I would have to eat personally. Mm -hmm. Like we yeah. would have to, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and so I'm like, nah, I, I would rather just, when the trade gets placed, put the order in, man. That's it. Yeah, it's 14 no grand, by the way. 14 grand. Yeah. That would come out of my pocket. <laughs> yeah. After thinking that I already got this great client who just rolled over a $350,000 IRA. Yeah. Now you lost. Now I lost. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. That's that's how tough it could be, man. Because, uh, you know, I follow clients' trades and advise people on trades. And when it's when they're both green, it's beautiful. <laughs> when they're both when they're both red. Oh man, there's no worse. I mean, you're in the ninth circle of hell. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, so you know, um, yeah. So obviously, a... guys, trading isn't good. That's the <laughs> takeaway from right now. Yeah. <laughs> they're maybe their flush faces probably can't to show you that right now because this is audio. Right. But everyone here is flush right now. Yeah. Talking it's, about I, trading. I, I really feel like buying and like holding for the like long term. Is 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 the easiest life. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the easiest life. Yeah. I I trade entities because, and I don't day trade entities or even week trade entities. It depends on the entity, but um, I like hype trade entities. I don't know if that's the term hype trade when it's a lot yeah. of hype around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I trade. That, that, that's yeah. what Jason does. Oh, okay. <laughs> a little bit. No, he hype bit. watches. Yeah, I, I, I observe. Yeah, yeah, I'm a yeah, hype viewer. I'm a hype I'm a hype voyeur. Yeah, bro, with the binoculars. <laughs> the worst. With the worst. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> double dutching. I'm just waiting yeah. to get, hey, yo. to jump in. Waiting to, waiting to jump in. Yeah. When is the right yeah. time to buy the dick butt? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, double dutching the dick butt. Double dutching the dick butt. <laughs> yeah. That's the name of the title. Right, that's, no, the, that's the title of the episode. Double dutching the dick butt. Dick butt. Oh, oh, we're not going to get smart. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's it. <laughs> the episode of crypto bros we got to end on that note guys got to um until next week uh you know thank you guys for listening um i'm your host jason madison for my co-host crypto bay j hey, hey. mike mcgoy and chris epps holla at y'all next week peace, peace.